Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Terry Davis is out today. He's got a football camp at Purdue University. It's Brooke Grimsley and Randy Carricker, and we welcome to the conversation our friend Adam Wainwright of the Cardinals and, of course, Big League Impact. Wayno, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. I just dropped little man off at school. I'm headed in to watch the Cardinals win a big game today. And then, uh, yeah, have a good day. I got to ask you a couple of questions. Number one, you are not a guy that likes getting up early in the morning generally. How do you like day games, though? Well, as far as pitching goes, you know, I feel like I don't like getting up and getting into that routine, but that's not what the numbers say. I have like a, you know, a two-something ERA career, I think, on day games. So uh, it's something I embrace. You know, I like the routine of sleeping in and, you know, watching lengthy amounts of film and, you know, taking time to get ready and stuff like that, but seemingly when i just get right to it i pitch i pitch well i always have uh during day games so um i think sometimes those hitters aren't ready to hit yet either randy yeah yeah and uh and so i i, I kind of embrace that you know if they're if i can be more awake than those hitters and more prepared than those hitters in that moment then i have an edge and Adam, you are at your core, you're a people person. And I know Alex Petrangelo has participated in the Big League Impact Fantasy Football League in the past. So you got to be really excited for him winning another cup. Petro is a great friend of mine. What a huge stud he is on and off the ice. I mean, the guy is just, uh, he's a great leader. He's a great, he's a winner. Um, I was sad to see him go, but it's no surprise at all that his team's lifting in the cup because he is uh is the embodiment of a, of a winner, no doubt about it. Bueno, it was such a great event on Sunday, and thank you so much for having us out. It was just great seeing, too, all the support, the money that you guys raised for Big League Impact. Also seeing the players from the past and the present, which kind of leads into this question that I have for you. You know, we, you're around these guys day in and day out. Ali Marmal saying last night, saying that he wishes people could see this clubhouse and all the preparation that goes on behind the scenes. If we could see it, what would we see? Well, I think I think you have to know, and, and I'm sure y'all. I mean, the the fans out there that that know us, they know this is breaking our hearts. You know, I mean, it's you know my last season. This is the the exact opposite thing that I wanted to have happen in my last year for real. I mean, obviously, uh, the the guys in the clubhouse, Goldie and Nolan. I mean, Goldie and I. Goldie and I were texting last night at 1 o'clock in the morning. You know, he's just distraught over what's happening. He can't believe it's happening on his watch. And the same thing with me. I just can't believe this is happening while I'm here. And it really is. I mean, preparation-wise, there's no way to be more prepared. Our guys are ready. Our guys are are going in with a plan at the plate, on the mound. Coaching staff is spending ridiculous amounts of hours, especially through this time. They're trying to do – 
They're they're over preparing. They're trying to spend hours and hours just to catch the littlest thing, anything that will give us an edge. Everyone's trying everything. It's just uh, so far this season, the magic has not been there. You know, it just hadn't, and that's that's a that's a something I really haven't had to say too many times um, in the seasons that I've been a part of here in St. Louis. It's been a great run. You know, since I've been here, we've had a lot of really good championship caliber teams. We've had one of the best stretches in Cardinal history. I'm hoping that uh, those kinds of things that we have played with, the, the, the legacy that we've had, the, the winning traditions and history that we've had, I'm hoping that we remember who we are and go out and just win games at all costs, no matter what, just win the game. You know, if it's ugly, if it's pretty, it doesn't matter. Win the game. And uh, I'm hoping that we get back to that very soon because I know our fans are, are heartbreaking too, broken too. I know you, you know, you wait those four or five months between seasons, three, four or five months between seasons to, to see if people got Cardinal tattoos, people got Cardinal stickers on their cars and then Cardinal floorboards in their, in their trucks and, you know, Cardinal stickers on their on their bows and rifles that they're hunting with, and <laughs> bows stickers on their. You know, I, I know how it is. I, I've been here long enough to know that the Cardinals are are deep deep inside uh, the hearts of, of St. Louis. I, I, it's just part of the fabric of being here. I know that. I've been here long enough to know that. And just know that and it's a long answer, but I, you know, I want everybody to hear me from the heart. It's breaking our hearts, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to get out of it. Adam Wainwright, I know that you don't like hypotheticals very much, but this is something that has come up on a national level, so I have to ask you this. If the Cardinals are out of it on July 31st and they come to you and say, Adam, would you like to go to a contender? Is there any way you consider it? Man, you know, I got this Cardinal blood running through my through my system, you know? Um, if, if winning doesn't happen here, then I... You know, this could have happened a couple of years ago for me. In 2000, 2019, a great friend of mine, I won't say the team because I, I don't know if that's okay or not, but a great friend of mine from another, another team who's a, a legendary player calls me and says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in the office right now for our GM, and uh, we think that you're the, the piece that puts us over the top to win this thing. 2021, actually, is what it was. Um would you come here? And at, at the time, we were like six games back. And they were in first place or right around first place. And and uh, I said, man, you know what? I can't leave. I I, I went to this team to, to give everything I got to win this to win this thing, you know. And and he asked me point blank. He said, do you really think you're going to win being six games back? Start start August. I said, buddy, we've won ten and a half games back starting September. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're going to win. And uh, and we ended up winning seventeen straight, making a push to to get into the postseason, win the division, and uh, almost beat the Dodgers in our in our in our playoff game. Should have should have beat the Dodgers, and we would have probably won the World Series that year. I really believe that, but. Long story short, again, long story for a short answer, uh, Randy. I don't think I could go anywhere, buddy. I don't. I don't think so. 
I'm glad to hear that. And you've always said you're you don't just say you're proud to be a cardinal. You say I'm proud to be a St. Louis cardinal. You have St. Louis in your heart in addition to that organization. Well, this has become home for me. You know, I mean, my family, my family and I have have been here for 18 plus years and uh, kids have grown up their friend groups here and going to camps here and getting in their little golf summer leagues and you know our house here we love it and uh, people here we love it our neighbors we love we are it's just been it's just become become home for us you know we have home in georgia we have a home here in st louis and we we think of them equally honestly so um it's been a special place you know this is we spent more time here than Georgia. My kids, my kids know more about St. Louis than they know about Georgia because we're here for six, seven months. We're there for three, four months. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, it's just uh, it is. It's become home. We love it here. We love the people. And I'll tell you, what a wonderful place to raise a family. The, the people here are are amazing. Um, there's you know, there's no shortage of things to do for for kids and for families to go see and do. But uh, as far as just being with the people here, what a wonder, wonder, wonderful place to raise a family. And we love having you here. Okay, one more baseball thing and then a couple of non-baseball. Number one, uh, the, the baseball thing. Adam, guys regularly are throwing 100 pitches in five innings now. It used to be the guys throw 100 pitches in seven innings. What has changed in baseball that causes pitchers to not be as efficient as they were 10 years ago? A couple things. It's not only on the pitchers because uh, hitters' approaches have changed. Also, back in the day, there was a emphasis on contact. There was, you know, two strikes, put the ball in play. Um, you know, using using all fields, putting the, you know a lot of a lot of hitting coaches back in the day used to teach you know ground balls up the middle were the best swing that you can make. And uh, you know, as pitchers, we love ground balls. And so somewhere along the line, hitting coaches realized that. Teaching the hitter to, to hit the ball on the ground wasn't the play, uh, and, and it's still and it always has been true, and it's still true today that a line drive is still the best way to get on base. You know, it's still the still the, the the hardest to defend against is a line drive. Um, so the emphasis somewhere along the way changed uh, for for not striking out for contact to all right. We need really extra base hits. We need the ball in the air, full side in the air in the air especially. And so what happens is there's more swing and miss. There's more foul balls. Um, you know, it, it didn't used to nearly be as much swing and miss as there is now. And so swing and misses are also taught from the pitching side. You know, you got uh, pitching coaches that around the league that say that the most pure and best way to avoid giving up a hit is swing and miss, which is true. You know, there's there's absolutely no way to give up a base hit if you get a swing and miss. So I think uh, players and coaches around the league have, have chased that that swing and miss. The thing about swing and misses are you get one on strike one, you've got to get two more. Yeah, and then, right. you, you know, you're chasing swing and misses. And so when you're chasing swing and misses, what happens is you're throwing the ball in the dirt, you're throwing the ball above the zone, you're throwing the ball just off the plate, and you're, you're finding yourself in deeper counts. Uh, swing and misses are great. It's just not easy to get swing and misses in the strike zone, you know. And so uh, pitchers are chasing that swing and miss a lot more early in the count. Um, and pitchers back in the day used to be feeding 
trying to get balls on the ground early on, and that carries you into the game, deeper into the game. And so, you know, I, I still preach, and, and and I still think the best way to, 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 to be a starting pitcher especially is uh, attacking the zone, getting a good count, keeping the ball on the ground early on. And then when you get two strikes, if you're ahead in the count by a lot, then, yeah, you go for strikeouts. That's fine. I love that idea. I mean, of course. But, you know, 0-2, strike him out, 1-2. It's always been my my theory is 0-2, strike him out, 1-2, get him out. You know, 2-2, two, 3-2, two, two, that's when you end up pitching five innings. Yep. And uh, it's, got, it's just been driving me crazy, you know, watching – and I've been doing it a little bit more than I want to too. And, and uh, my emphasis will, will change uh, back into trying to get those 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 seventh, eighth inning outs because that's where the teams really are benefited from starting pitching. Bueno, speaking of pitching, on Sunday, uh, Brad Thompson revealed, I don't even know if you could say like a secret, but something I've never noticed before, you can tell how many innings that you've pitched based on this big wad of bubble gum that's like right next to you when you go out on the mound. What is your favorite bubble gum and how long have you been doing that? <laughs> well, uh, my whole career I've been doing that. So I, I don't like chewing gum when I'm on the mound, but I like... Because, you know, we, we're not allowed to use any pine tar or sticky stuff for our hands. But that pack that you get from a sugar sugar gum, just plain, what is it, double bubble or bubble? I don't know what our official gum sponsor is, so I don't want to mess it up. It's the yellow one. Um, uh, just a little bit of tacky on your tongue gives it just a little bit of something on the ball. Because these balls are so slick now compared to what they used to be. And... Uh, and so it's just a little bit of tacky on the ball, but I do one per inning. So I go out there, and, and he's right. He called me out on this uh, before. But, you know, this is this has been a hilarious thing through the years. Pitching against Kershaw and Scherzer and those guys, they always come in. They're like, I'm out here pitching trying to get your hitters out, and i got to worry about your gum grenades all around, the, <laughs> all around the mound. But, you know, where I put it, where I put it, it never, it never comes into play for me. So it really bothers the left-hander. So I make sure I put it right where Kershaw is going to walk off the mound, so it, so it gets in his head a little bit. But I put those out there on the right side of the rubber because I, as a as a righty, I follow through, and then I follow through kind of to the first base side a little bit. And then you know you're covering first a lot. It's rare that I ever have to run back traverse t- towards third base. So uh, you know I leave those grenades out there, but it's it's one per inning, and I remind those guys. Hey, that that pile stacking up on you out there, that means you know I'm still battling you. You know, it's a little thing to try to get in their heads a bit. Beautiful. Hey, Adam, uh, I brought in a carrot cake that I made on the Traeger Grill for mm. Brooke and Matthew this morning. Uh, everybody that I give this carrot cake to loves it, and it's kind of become a popular thing here at the station. You spend a lot of time in the kitchen. What is the most popular thing that you make that you provide for your teammates, whether it's pickles or salsa? What, what is it that you make that your your teammates really love? Yeah, you just said both of them. Pickles and salsa are the things that I make. Uh, and it's almost time for that. My cucumbers are getting pretty close to to being uh, perfect for pickles and and uh, fresh fresh pickles right out of the garden. When you pick a cucumber right off the vine, and then you, you, you I, I'm not gonna tell you my whole process because it's kind of you know it's it's kind of a secret. But there's a really good way to make them snap when you bite them, especially when they come right off the vine like that. And and I love when I bite a pickle, I want to hear that crunch that. You know, almost like you're hitting a baseball sound. And so 
I make those pickles. I got a great recipe for for homemade pickles that uh, I've come up with over the years, just kind of evolved. And, and uh, some homemade salsas right out of the garden with Roma tomatoes, a couple different kinds of tomatoes, cilantro, onions, garlic, all that stuff comes right out of the garden. I mean, how can you beat that? You know, fresh right out of the garden, anything is always better than than store-bought stuff. So uh, I bring that stuff in for the guys from time to time once the summertime really kicks in. You're the best. And we're looking forward to uh, the watch party June 24th at Patios to benefit Big League Impact. Uh, Brooke and Carrie and I and Matthew are going to be at Patios as you guys play in London. And there you are uh, with uh, with you throwing it. Does, it. does it line up for you to pitch on that Saturday, by the way? I'm pitching one of those days. I, I, haven't, I don't remember if it's – which days are we there? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I'll pitch in one of them. Uh, I can't remember if it's Saturday or Sunday. Okay. I try to stay in the moment. You know, I'm, I'm wrapped up into what this next start of mine in New York is going to be coming up. So, uh, but after that, I'll, I'll be pitching in in, in uh, London if everything remains the same. So I'm looking forward to that because I, I just don't know how many people have pitched in four different countries in Major League Baseball. You know, like I'll pitch in in Mexico, I'll pitch in Mexico, I'll pitch in USA, obviously Canada. And so this will be London. I, I think that that's got to be at least tying a record, you know. So, I, I would, Tony would say tied for first. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. But, yeah, uh, would love for people to head over to, to patios and watch those games. It'll be a fun time. We'll, we'll have a big party. In our, and, by the way, our Top Golf event the other day was great. Um, thanks for everybody for showing up. And Randy, thank you. And, and Brooke, thank you for, for going over there and helping MC the, the event. We raised over $120,000 wow. playing Top Golf together at the group that night. And uh, it was sold out. It was just an incredible thing. We had a great sponsor with Community America Credit Union. So uh, big thanks to them also. And, and it was a fun night. I think everybody had a great time. Teammates had a great time. People that joined in had a great time. We raised a lot of great money for people around here in this city of St. Louis that we're going to help and abroad. So it's good. it was a great night. And uh, thanks for what you do. Enjoy your day off tomorrow, Adam. Have a good trip, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Adam Wainwright, Big League Impact. Go to bigleagueimpact.org. So it's pickles and salsa that he provides for his teammates.